Welcome to another episode of RPG Hour. Once again with your host, Mr. RPG. I'm Mrs. RPG Hour. And we managed to kidnap the Dungeon Junkies in whole this time. <laughs> the Ooh. one who was not here with us last time is actually here this time. He's not off doing some fancy something or other, <laughs> ignoring the rest of us. Yeah. Too good to game. <laughs> but as always, the Dungeon Junkies are... Uh, I am Kenny, the Dungeon Master. Still the most important, I think. <laughs> I'm Henry, the best-looking player. I think the most important. <laughs> I am Alex. I am definitely the most important. I am the editor of Dungeon Junkies. <laughs> uh, and my name is Nick. Uh, he actually got I don't know how important I am, though. <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been gaming? Um, so, specifically with tabletop games, about two years. About um, the start of Dungeon Junkies? Yeah. Um, even before that, I had played uh, D&D... One, uh, a couple of times with my previous roommates um, and we were playing D&D um, and of course like card games, Pokemon, Magic Gathering things mm. like that. Was that also 5th edition? Yes. Have you ever played any other games besides D&D 5e for tabletop role playing? Yes, I have. Um, the most recent one um, was actually a um <laughs> What is it called? Uh, it's the Dark Souls, uh, Dark oh. Souls game that was transposed into the, a board game. The board game, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's okay. a lot of fun. Cool. All right. Also, and the strange. strange. Oh, and the strange, <laughs> um, which is a lot of fun as well. All right. So we are gathered here today to talk about Spy Master, which was uh, by the amazing Simat uh, at Simat, which is S Y M A T T. Hmm from uh, Twitter. So, uh, as always, divulging that we got this game for free, uh, but the difference is, is it wasn't one of those where, hey, we like what you guys do, we're interested in what you guys do, here's a free copy. Uh, he had a contest on his Twitter page, and I was like, I am so down, a contest for free stuff, woo! <laughs> and I actually won, so nice. uh, we got shipped this. Um, the, the cover is uh, really neat with the printed edition. It's a black and gold with uh, white lettering um, that looks like silhouettes, kind of a bit of uh, It's definitely a nod to James Bond movie. James Bond, yeah, there we go. My brain decided to stop working all of a sudden. I don't um, understand. We were just talking about him five seconds ago. Bond, Bond. <laughs> you know what? So anyways, uh, I do happen to really enjoy the way that the PDF cover looks as well. Um, you can go over to Drive Through RPG and take a look at it. Uh, there's a bit more wordage on that um, because the cover is a special edition. Simat actually made this cover here, mm. so he designed oh. this cover. This is his version. No. Um, I'm really, really into the special edition cover for two reasons. One, it gives a very, in my personal opinion, very like spy movie esque cover on the front, oh, yeah. and then the back has a very bullet hole in the middle of the screen. Mm -hmm kind of motif to it um the yeah. yeah yeah the digital copy is somebody holding cards in one hand and a gun in the other that's smoking okay. and oh, it's a red nice. cover oh, cool. uh i'm i'm kind of down for both um i'm ha i would have been happy with either cover on there um the pdf is 9.95 the soft cover which is uh what i've got in my hand uh which is the special edition is 19.95 for nineteen ninety five, you can also get both as a bundle. Personally, I think that that one should cost a little more money. It doesn't seem like there's a sale on. Um, 
but I'm all about I'm I'm willing to pay a few extra dollars to get them bundled together. Yeah. Uh, some creators are more than willing to put that all together, but I mean, I, I'd like to make sure that Simat keeps making games. So uh, when you hear this, you can go ahead and bump that other one up. <laughs> nice. I promise, people will still pay. Uh, in all honesty, we only have one copy right now, which is the one that we won, but I am planning on getting the bundle so that I have a PDF so that if anything ever changes, I can open up the physical copy and be like, editing! <laughs> is, there, uh, is there anything additional added on with the in the bundle, like extra? No, extra it's just a it's just physical a, and a PDF together. Mm -hmm. so, okay. Okay. Um, which, I mean, for the fact that it's a $10 difference between the PDF to the printed cover... And then not a difference for, like, the combination of them. I mean, I feel like there should be, like, some kind of a difference, but... Um... Cigarette and a gun. America. Just one cigarette. Just, already Just one cigarette. It's halfway gone. It's American spirit, though, so it's going to be... You get a gun, and you get a gun. Everybody gets a gun. Woo! Yeah, welcome, welcome to America. Uh, <laughs> so, the... RPG, uh, the drive through RPG does not have a rating yet. Nobody has rated this on there. Mm. Um, and because we got it for free, I can't go in and rate it until we make a purchase on it, which no. makes me sad because it's like, this deserves all the stars. Right, right. Um, yeah. And generally speaking, like, no matter how I would rate it on our show with our one to five rating, I will always give a game five stars on drive through RPG mm -hmm. if we've played it and enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, four stars if we played it and it was okay. Mm -hmm. And three stars even if we don't like it. Right. Because somebody spent time making this, you know, the lowest I will ever go is three stars mm -hmm. on an actual game. Um, there's only one time where I've ever given a two-star rating on DriveThruRPG, and that big part of that was um, I was just a dumb kid. This was a long time ago, and I was kind of upset I because I felt kind of... was just a dumb kind of, kid. I didn't know any better. Yeah. Uh, I, I felt ripped off by it, um, and so I, it, I felt like I paid too much for a product. Uh -huh. Looking back on it now, I'm like, no, no, that's better. So I went back and readjusted that. So. Okay. But I will never rate anything under a three on a website for that reason um i will only ever rate a podcast under three if like what they display as what their podcast is doing and what they're doing are two different things right, right. that's the only time i'm like mm -mm, nope 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 <laughs> uh or if it's just a completely like nut job like conspiracy theory like way out there like uh so before we get into the rating uh so we're gonna go over a few things right quick uh character creation is real quick you draw four cards, you drop the lowest. Five cards. Sorry, yes. Draw five cards, drop the lowest, use those four to determine your stats. Uh, there are only four stats in the game, and you use those as kind of like a base card to draw on. Uh, character creation is really quick for this. Um, there is a solo play option for those of you out there who are wanting to kind of like take the game for a test run before you actually run it for people. Uh, and it's kind of an easy thing to do. Um, the character sheets are, if you've got the PDF, it's a lot easier. We hand wrote all of our character sheets. And you our, did a fantastic job. did a fantastic job. job. They look great. They're horrible. It's okay. Mine's awesome. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, Henry says it's awesome, but he got the one my wife drew, so. I think, I think it's fine. I think it's okay. There are a lot of uh, pre-generated stuff in here for like the sake of like uh, organization names, uh, ideas for like what you're doing, uh, like like. And the thing is, this book 
is a total of, what are we at here? Eighty-one pages. Nice. Yeah. This entire thing is eighty-one pages, and in all honesty, like I, I want to put more copies on the shelf. <laughs> like uh, I kind of, I would definitely love to have more copies out, just because uh, running certain things would be a little easier with having more copies with any RPG. Yeah. Um, yeah. I always recommend at least having two books: one yeah. for the GM, one for the players. Mm. That way, if there's a rule that comes up, player can have it ready right. before they even say, "Hey, I'm going to do this." Yeah, definitely. So for those of you that have never checked it out, it's the same kind of rules as 21, uh, Pontoon, some of those other games, uh, with a slight little just variance on it to kind of play. Uh, so I think uh, one of the things that I like is the five-card trick, which I think I, we saw... Some we saw young, one! Yeah, y'all saw one. Uh, when somebody draws... Um, uh, if a player manages to draw four cards from their deck plus the base card that they already have, and still not bust, this is called for a... Uh, uh, they beat the director, the player gets a chip, um, and so, I mean, I, I think that's kind of a fun little... If you manage to survive <laughs> the anxiety-ridden drawing of that many cards, mm -hmm. here's your car Here's your success. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but if you draw that many cards and don't bust, you're going to have some problems later down the line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, jokers also add to the game. I don't want to give everything away about how all the fun mechanics are, but they, they are an advantage for the director, which is the equivalent of the game master here. Right. Um, initiative is real simple. Draw a card. If it, it matches the suit for the location, players go first. If it doesn't, players go after the NPCs. Uh, and after each scene... Characters get to take away an effect card, which is the damage that they take. So, are there any rules in here that you guys did not enjoy? Is there anything that you found? I wish the Jokers had more of an effect for yeah. players. That's what I was thinking, I too. With that, yeah. Because yeah. there were a couple times I, I pulled... Like, where we, we could do, like, did, a stunt, or we could do, like, you know... I mean, it's cool that they affect the story and how the director runs things if they if they get it, but it seems like it doesn't really do anything for, for the player, so mm -hmm. why even have it in the deck? Because mm -hmm. it really is more... Because there's, there's a lot of limitation on the directors in this book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I get that. that breaks I get that, but I feel like it at least allow them to, like, maybe... Like, lower the difficulty slightly on a trick shot, or, like, they can now give them a, the ability to do like a called shot or something right, something right. that they're already going to succeed hopefully if they don't bust mm -hmm. but it just sort of boosts kind of the effect mm -hmm. of what they're doing yeah by the end of it well so by the end of it when we were drawing the jokers we all kind of knew like oh nothing's really gonna change nothing's really gonna happen i guess except for it. them the, the almost yeah. dead enemy uh <laughs> yeah. against kyle happen. and uh tony right much right. came back to life yeah um <laughs> With stunts, though, they are something where, as you're progressing, like, uh, they they use points to get your characters better after every scenario that you succeed, successfully uh, get through. Mm -hmm. uh, and you get to add stunts then. And stunts are cool little stuff that you do, and that's something that you'd be able to do going forward. Oh, okay. Um, so the only reason I didn't give you guys a stunt is because mm -hmm. I wanted to, like, 
play it at the base level. Okay. But uh, when we get together again sometime for this, I will start you guys out with a stunt. Because cool. so. <laughs> I was also still like, I don't know if I want to give them any more than what they've already got. Right, right. <laughs> uh, okay. Just so we don't get all confused. Mm -hmm. so. Right, that's true. I think the only the only other thing that I thought is I kind of I mean since we're all like or most of us are D and D people, I feel like the chips are like an inspiration kind of, and I feel like that I didn't dislike it, but I think it's it's really easy to get chips in this game, and maybe there's something you know because we kind of played like a one shot game. I don't know if there's something else chips are used for, but I feel like it's. It's way too common to get chips because you can kind of just dish well, them out. I, I think that it's not. It's it's meant to be that way so that you use them. It's mm -hmm. like you're you're going to get them if you get a twenty one and you shouldn't so you shouldn't feel bad about using them. Mm -hmm. It reminds me a lot of um, the strange, for instance, right. where experience your points. experience mm -hmm. points as you gain them, you're supposed to use them. You you're not supposed to hoard it. And um, but you you use it in the game to help better your outcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Basically. And I mean to be fair, you guys had a lot of really bad rolls as well. <laughs> so yeah, there was a lot of twenty ones. But if we really look at it, there was a lot more bad rolls. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, I say rolls, but a lot more bad shuffles and draws right. okay. than the twenty ones. So I feel like if we actually had been like, if you guys, because I don't get chips, if you guys had actually been like, I'm gonna go against this. I'm I'm no more. You know. I think you guys would have run out of chips a oh, lot quicker. Yeah. I think it would also add an interesting dynamic of maybe you didn't start off with four. Maybe you started off with one or two, and mm. then you had to build it up from there. Right. Yeah. I think that that would also increase the difficulty yeah. I, I, of the I game really, a little. Uh, yeah, that's all it is. It's a, it's a difficulty thing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I really think it's, it's meant to be similar to how you might use mana or health mm -hmm. or some mm -hmm. or stamina yeah, it's, it's a pool of resources use mm -hmm. them you gain them and you use them yeah yeah and uh, also too i, th I think we all be. ended up dead so <laughs> but <laughs> you, I, I think, you know like <laughs> I, th I just think if you're looking at it as like an inspiration it's, yeah it's yeah then it, it's not an actual similar thing. No, not at all. It wasn't supposed to be a TPK, I will say that. However, the bomb it, that you Inevitably, guys... it was going to be. Don't even lie. No. I, I had Chad, Chad almost got away. <laughs> you stopped Chad, that. Chad was not getting away if the rest of us were not getting away. I was <laughs> honestly rooting there for a second at that last bit. I wanted Chad and Roku to get away because of the joke from earlier. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no, 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 they got to get away. They got to get away. I know. Away. I was like trying. I was like, man, I really can't draw another one, but I don't have any more chips. Like, I can't. There's nothing I can do. So you were already out of chips. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then you got the brunt of the... Yes. Like, I I didn't, I think I only got 21, like, once or twice, mm -hmm. and so I only gained two chips, mm -hmm. but I was using them like yeah. you're supposed to, right. so, like, yeah, I was out of chips, and I was just like, well, <laughs> here we go. Yep. I think I was down to one. At the very end, I was down to one. Mm -hmm. So, I really like the idea of the mechanics behind this, where you have a base number, which represents a card. And everything after that is just kind of an add-on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of a lot of the systems out there, uh, or no, there's not a lot of systems that do this, but there are systems out there where you have a base die and you add other die onto it, or you have um, a base number and it gets bolstered by 
other micro things in the situation real quick. Um, for instance, uh, with harp, the difficulties actually can sometimes be so much in your favor that you're already succeeding a task. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, you don't you don't get that with a lot of other systems. Um, and I think that the cool thing is is that like literally you can pull one card and you're done. You've won that scenario. And, and I think that uh, having a character that's effective right out the gate, like fully effective, mm -hmm. I think I think is a lot better, especially for something. Like spies, mm -hmm. yeah. but I mean, I think also just um, I always prefer a system where I can pick a character up at any level mm -hmm. or at any point, and I'm really effective. I'm not having to worry about you know, oh dear goodness, is this rat gonna bite me and I die? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and so I felt like I, I, I like the the idea behind the mechanics. Um, right. I think that having where there's a starting card, so to speak. For each stat is um, very ingenious. If I had designed this, I honestly don't know I would have ever come up with a mechanic like this. Yeah. Like, like yeah. It, it's it's very inspired. Mm -hmm. so. Which is funny because we were working on a card base. I think because we didn't have the limitation of, that this game has, where it's essentially a game of twenty-one. Mm -hmm. That help. That helps this system have a flow to it. Whereas with what we were messing with with ours it it didn't have that so it was just kind of well it was a different type of flow yeah but it was well, it was it, just, it wasn't as yeah and so it just wasn't as fun but this mm -hmm. is a really ingenious way of yeah eliminating dice mm -hmm. and still making it interesting mm -hmm. i personally think that the cards also add to the feel of playing a spy game mm -hmm. yeah because yeah. it's that whole you know it's a gamble and and you get the chips. Yeah. yeah, you think of like the old, you know, Casino Royale and mm -hmm. all that stuff. Yeah, just, yeah. It lends itself well. Mm -hmm. it, it was just, it was really cool because I noticed it was like, okay, this task isn't, you know, too important. I don't need to worry about, I, I drew a 15, you know, I'm going to just stay there. Whereas it was like with an important task. I would draw like a 17 and it's like there's no way that's going to be enough. Okay, I'm going to risk and try to try to hit again. And and that's where all the really cool stuff happened, I think yeah. for us because you pulled 19 at one point and then pulled a 2. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. So you already had and, and two the, of those gone. So yeah, with some maybe thirty cards left. So the that chances really of that cool. happening are just so slim. Yeah. yeah so when you have really a really important fun. task, and you're like, okay, well, I need, I have to take a risk here. So then you you hit and you you're probably gonna bust if you're at a seventeen or a nineteen. But then you have the chips to kind of like fall back on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, you know, helps a lot. Yeah. Increase your chance a lot, especially with that important stuff. Yeah. And there is kind of like a, a small level where you could like card count in a way and like, oh, I've drawn two twos already. Like I have a better chance of not drawing a two or drawing something different. Mm -hmm. um, but also the chips add a lot to it to where like, okay, I can take this chance. And also if I have chips, I can just re-roll. And that's, that's super nice. It is, yeah. really, it is very nice. Mm -hmm. I do feel also too with the dynamic of like how they have the actual um, roles you know put right. together is that it really helps with the flow of the game mm -hmm. it it's I don't know it just it just really quick yeah you know? yeah because it's just real quick math like okay am I close am I 
can I risk it? No, cool, right. done. And, and you're not looking through sheets and books for modifiers and things like that. So it's a great pickup game. And that's what I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna liken it to D and D because we're all familiar with D and D. I like that. It was very right there. I mean, yes, there were some modifiers in here, but they were they were. It's very, all on your end and not on yeah. the player's end, which mm-hmm. is helps with gameplay. And yeah. I think that's one of the things that kind of bogs me down with playing some of the D and D classes and things like that. Like, I I have to have a special reference sheet, and I meant to make you guys a reference sheet for this, mm. but I mean, it still would have only been half a page for all the things you guys need to know. And it's like with D and D, I've got a good like when I make reference sheets it's for. All races, all classes, all everything. That way, no matter what I'm playing, that way if somebody needs to look over it, they can pick it up and they can look at it and their stuff's on there too. Yeah. D&D, I'm probably, with 5e, I'm probably at five pages right now of reference material. Mm-hmm. And that's at a, like a 10-point font. <laughs> and like that's that's all the different kinds of modifiers you can end up with, all the different kinds of stuff. And I've seen people like shorter lists. And I'm like, how did you get yours down? I look and I'm like, oh wait, you're missing this information, this information. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean... Yes, D and D is also like five times the size. Right. But I don't feel like I'm missing anything with this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I've got all the same kinds of rules that I would get in there. Yeah, but. I also feel like this is a game that you, if you needed to, you could sit down and have a quick game with friends. People who maybe are not familiar with tabletop games or who aren't familiar with RPGs. You know, like we were able to come in. I mean, we're kind of familiar with you know, tabletop games in general, but it's a very easy, it's an easier game that has a nice flow to it that makes the learning curve for even people who are not, uh, who do not play tabletop mm-hmm. games, it really makes it, I don't know, easy, enjoyable, fun, yeah. and quick, it's quick just, to learn. It's just generally more accessible to more people. Like, this is something that I would be more likely to recommend to people who are not used to tabletop RPGs or even like most games. This is something that I could could recommend to them and be like, yeah, yeah, there's a few numbers involved, there's a few this and that and the other, but for the most part, it's pretty easy. Versus D&D is kind of, and other systems as well, is a little more like, okay, you gotta do this, this, and this, and we're gonna have to spend some time together to like learn the rules and stuff and yeah. like teach you, basically. But this one's a lot less... Can like you that. count to 21? Uh-huh. Well, then I got a game for you. <laughs> you got it, yeah. <laughs> have you played 21 before like most people have? Like, yeah, good enough. Yeah, cool. exactly. And if not, it takes all of five minutes. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> if not, you should reevaluate your life and go back to elementary school. <laughs> yeah, no, and I... One of the things that got me, like, during gameplay, yes, we came up with 21, and yes, we came up with uh, all these things, like... Um, it wasn't exactly the same as like with D and D rolling a twenty. Yeah. Oh because, yeah. I mean, it, it modified it in a different way, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I'm sure Dave probably told you about uh, like some of our views on system matters. My wife and I are very much system matters people. Mm-hmm. We believe that even the people that say the system doesn't matter, if you boil it down, technically to them, the system's going to matter. Right. Um, and so, I mean, the reason that we say system matters is because. I honestly, if somebody said that they're used to playing blackjack and they're used to playing hearts and spades and they play card games, they want to try a tabletop role-playing game, but they're not really sure, mm-hmm. they don't really play dice games, like, if that's the way somebody's talking, I'm not going to put them in front of D&D. Oh, of course not. No. I'm, I'm not going to put them in front of a lot of these other things. I'm going to grab something like Spymaster. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to, 
You know, I mean, if they really like some craziness, I might go find the older versions of Deadlands, uh, which is also card-based as well. Mm. Um, the newer one is based in Savage Worlds. The old one was a card-based game. Um, I played it once. I cannot tell you anything about it. I just remember playing it. So, um, but I mean, like, there's, there's. I'm trying to think of if we have anything else on the shelf that uses cards, but I don't think we do right now. It, it doesn't seem like it's a common thing. Yeah. No, there are some. There are a few out there that do it. So. I think, in all honesty, the my favorite thing about the card mechanics versus a die is that um, it is harder to manipulate the cards than it is a die. Yeah. It is harder to know 100% for sure what that next card is going to be, right. um, especially if you do the classic uh, with the way that this, one, this game wants you to do is everybody has their own deck. Um, and we kind of shared decks for this. Um, I think it still worked out pretty decently, but yeah. Uh, I mean, in all honesty, like I, what I should have had done is Nick and I each had our own decks. We should have had somebody else cut those decks and yeah. you know, like try <laughs> try and fudge it up a little right, bit. But right. I mean, I think that it to me it would be a little harder if you pull decks out, hand somebody else the deck that you've been shuffling or whatever. Mm-hmm have them play with that deck. I yeah. feel like that's harder to manipulate. Either that yeah. or um, kind of like what happens in Magic Gathering. Um, you shuffle your deck mm-hmm. and then you have the other player cut your deck for right. you. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, one thing I will say though is while it was really awesome to get a 21 and to get an extra chip, <laughs> um, I didn't have the same excitement as if I was to roll a d20. Like mm-hmm. in actually getting... You know, uh, just because I also think that with when you roll a d20, you get additional. I mean, sometimes you get additional damage, you mm-hmm. know, things like that. Right. Um, I the first couple of times, that, you know, I rolled 21s. Uh, it's definitely feels, you know, feels great uh, mm-hmm. to do it. You know, I love blackjack, uh, so mm-hmm. you know, anytime you get a 21s, a good. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I would say that's the only. I as I started getting more 21s, I wasn't. As excited about them, but I also but, in them. but I also too I also think too that that adds back into the flow of the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was just it's really quick. You're like, okay, I want to reroll. Cool, let's throw in another chip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, also whenever you're drawing cards, um, there's like a very kind of general like this is where your cards are going to end up. Where you're either going to keep, which is for the most part like 15, 16, and above. And then, or you busted, and so all of your keeps and your draws were all in this very small section of the of the game. So it kind of feels like that, you know you don't get the ones all the way to twenty and everything in between. You have this very set set in stone kind of uh, range, where you keep amount range. range. Yeah, yeah, basically. It's true. But to me, that goes back to having an effective character from yes. the start. Um, you know, I mean, with with the lower numbers, you see. Sure, you have a higher chance of getting those like uh, those runs where you get like more cards with all that. Yeah. But you also see, I felt like uh, any time that we went for that, you busted more mm-hmm. on your four, and you busted more on your four yeah. 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 than you did on any of your other numbers because you felt like you had that safety. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah. And yeah, totally. um, I mean, to me personally, I actually liked getting a twenty-one, and I liked mm-hmm. doing those things more than I like it rolling a die mm-hmm. because when you roll a die you roll one maybe two yep. for D&D so, uh, just piggybacking off that um, versus this I draw a card I draw another card mm-hmm. 
I know I'm gonna have to draw another card. The suspense, I, I feel like the right. suspense added that. Mm-hmm. And considering spy movies are basically suspense, uh, they're driven. part of that suspense-driven you know yeah. nature. I feel like that definitely one added back into the style of game, mm-hmm. and yeah. two was more rewarding to get a twenty-one or a twenty than to roll mm-hmm. that d20 because once you roll that d20, you know you're done. That's yeah. it. But with this, you're building up to it. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, I can understand how you know. Yeah. Not everybody's going to get that, but for me, that was honestly also anxiety-ridden. like ridden. Mm-hmm. Like, I was over here, I don't know if y'all can see it on my face at times, where I'm like, I really yeah. don't want to kill them, but at the same time, <laughs> I do. I want to I kill someone. As, like, any, as any good director should. Yes. <laughs> right. yes. Obviously. <laughs> we'll bring them back in the sequel. We'll bring them back in the sequel. Man, I like that, um, like that suspense, that anxiety. It's, it's because mm-hmm. in D&D... You roll the dice. That's it. Yeah. Uh, fate takes you where it, you know where it will. Whereas with this, you have that. You, you have, have your some input. Control you over have it. a little bit of control. control, and so that also means, oh, when I busted, oh, that was my fault. You know, yeah. I can't just go. Oh, that was the way the dice roll. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, oh man, I could have just stuck with the seventeen, and I might have been fine. Right. Right. Like like you were saying, well, not all the bombs had 19s. Well, there may have been a bomb that we succeeded, and then we didn't know, and we hit again and busted. Conversely, yeah. I will say, um, in D and D, though, you if you actually gain your um, if you actually gain your inspiration, mm-hmm. um, I felt like I I'm much more apt to hold on to my inspiration yes. for those extremely important parts where it's going to determine am I going to live or if I'm going to die mm-hmm. compared to this I I had all these chips yeah. all the time mm-hmm. so I was you know just tossing willy nilly right right you know? and oftentimes and I know this happened to you a couple of times too where we had used chips um, and then got a 21 so we got to gain that, that yeah. chip back mm-hmm. yeah, I think that happened to me twice yeah. Also. yeah 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 I think you just generally have like bigger highs and bigger lows when you're rolling with like a d20 uh, you get everything in between you get Really terrible stuff like a uh, a one a crit fail, and then you also get twenties and stuff. But this one is a little more middle of the road, I guess, and you have some some more control over it as well. Maybe so. middle of the road, but you got you know danger on both sides because you can't go over. It's not yeah. like it, the higher the number, the better you do. No, right. you need to keep it in a range. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so not, not not necessarily having the little numbers that doesn't yeah. make it easier, and it doesn't make your characters more competent mm-hmm. you, you still have that danger of failure yeah. and, but it's your own hubris mm. that causes it yeah. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> noticed that too it's oh, yeah. like when I busted you know because sometimes people at the table will get upset over dice rolls mm-hmm. like you know I know we've seen it happen I'm sure you guys have seen it happen too <laughs> but it was like 14 I, years of this like, <laughs> I, like I, I would bust and, and I think I even said it while we were playing I'm like mm-hmm. oh yeah that's my fault yeah mm-hmm. like yeah, what I shouldn't I have taken do? that chance. I shouldn't have taken the risk. Okay, yeah. cool. Let's move on. What mm-hmm. happens? Like, so that was kind of nice. I like that. Yeah. And it really seems like, like there's more successes and then there's more failures too. So I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. more of a balance of successes and failures I, I as think, opposed to like middle of the road. I think part of it too, you know, both of these systems in a sense are derived from luck. One way or another. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's all luck. I mean, let's be honest, but uh, I feel like you have more of a sway in Lady Luck on this. Yes. Yeah. So well, it's, yeah. also, you know, because because you do have a direct hand in whether you succeed or fail with this, you know, drawing the cards and everything and making the decision to keep going or to stop, it 
it almost gives you more of an attachment to what happens to your character because you literally <laughs> <Yes>. did this. <laughs> yeah. I would be certainly interested in seeing how a longer campaign would um, would roll out instead of doing, you know, a single mission. Yeah. Well, and you know? on that, I was going to bring up uh, also how you can advance your character. I, I was um, going to ask about character development. Yeah, well. how that so works. It's called Improving Your Agent. Um, it is the twelfth chapter in the book, um, and you get what's called talent points. They call it the talent system uh, for leveling up your character. And so, basically, as you do things, you gain talent. Um, I'm going to read this line from here, and Saima, if you're not happy with me having a direct line from your book, let me know. You gain talent. This is represented as points. We all like the numbers. Or sorry, we all like numbers. They're sexy and sophisticated, just like our agents here in Spy Master. <laughs> And that, when I read that the first time through, because I've read this book cover to cover a couple times, um, I had to refresh my brain this morning because I was like, all right, it's been a while since I've read this. Let me refresh. That line right there, I was like, we're doing we're doing something that I, I have a feeling like I'll have to read that line to them. Because this, is, this is how the game is probably going to end up. And I could say we definitely succeeded on the first time, Mr. Bus Lover. Um, yeah. Yeah. But. First action, I'm going to seduce the bus. I'm glad the bus got out of there, though. I tried. I like the bus driver. <laughs> the bus and its lived. driver survived. If I seduced him, I would have succeeded. And we could have just left. <laughs> or he would have left immediately. <laughs> but yeah. So each at the end of each session, you earn one to three points. One point should be for turning up and playing the game <laughs> to the best of your abilities and in character. <laughs> um, I think that that kind of... I think this right here, the way that you gain experience, reminds me of how... Um, World of Darkness yeah. as their character. I was going to say, because yeah. it's like theater of the mind, you, you get points based on how well you played your character mm. and, you know, how well you stayed in character. It's but they of, also suggest just for showing up, you get a point. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... Which, if I remember correctly, Palladium has, like, give uh, ten points for every session showing up for or something like that. <laughs> like, um, But also, that's another fun experience system that we'll talk about another day, but... Can I ask a question about, yes. so if you were to do more of a longer campaign that is like a continuing arc, per se, um, would you have to, would you keep these numbers, or would these still be rolled, I mean, uh, drew, drew. No, those are every, always your base. Okay, cool. Those are always your base. Um, and I, I, I kind of get where you're going with that, yeah. Because, um, I mean, if you're not happy with one, you're like, it's one of those things where you would want to try and change it, but... Um, you'll gain points, and you can use those points for different things. Um, you can gain bonus chips this way. You can gain single-use items. Uh, you can purchase a contact. So you can save up and get like some kind of contact. Um, maximum chip total. Oh, I'm a complete dumbass. Uh -oh. Apparently, the maximum amount of chips you can have in front of you is five. Oh, I don't know if any of us got. I, had I don't five. think any of us got six. Oh, oh. wow, well, you cheater! But he didn't even Cheat use chat. it, so it doesn't really. Yeah, my my draws my draws were good enough. <laughs> <laughs> so with this, he would have been able to have six. But not good enough to save uh, that lady. Um, you can also use your points to she purchase a gadget. <laughs> that's what I was gonna ask. I was gonna. That's kind of where I was going with the chip thing. Is it was like it was, you know, if you build them up, can you use them to buy cool? Cool no, like not the not chips. Oh, then this is the talent oh, points. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, you could use your talent points to purchase gadgets uh, like a special Walther PPK, expensive sports car, 
Um, Jetpack. <laughs> Jetpack. Jet yeah. It can be lost, stolen, or broken during a movie, but you'll always have it when you start. Is what nice. they say about the gadget. Oh, and, cool. and I, is when it I, each session a movie, or is it each campaign a movie? Because um, that would be awesome if your jetpack like blew up and it's just like a f- smoldering heap of junk, mm-hmm. and then the next you session it. you're like, I have a jetpack, guys. Mm-hmm. So the movie is however long the campaign is. So okay. Like, and so, but the, at the start of what it's saying is at the. Is it at the start of each? I'm sure you would buy an insurance policy on your jetpack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's expensive. Or your queue would be like, another jetpack. Okay. <laughs> the third one this week. So there's a, there's a mechanic that we didn't use only because it didn't exactly come up. Um, and uh, I got to read that right quick before I go on about this other one because um, it actually kind of comes into play. Uh, Does it? Does it fluff out what you're about to talk about? Mm-hmm. No, but that does. <laughs> uh, so it's called Drawing High, and um. Draw high, dude. Yo, it's here, Chatsy. We're gonna draw high, bruh. <laughs> so Drawing High, um. The affected player or director draws two cards and can choose to take the highest, discarding the other. This can lead to busting on drawing to a hand that will cause more damage if the dry, draw high on an effect. On a hand, draw high only affects the draw card and does not apply to twist cards. The director may ask players to draw high when the situation is in the player's favor. Let's be honest, like you guys advantage. never had anything. Yeah, it's similar yeah. to advantage, but not perfect. You guys never had a situation that was really in your favor. We probably would have had the reverse. Yeah. <laughs> the draw low. There is no draw low, though. Okay. Um, but, uh, so draw high is kind of um, where you have that. If you purchase a gadget with your talent points, you always draw high with that weapon, or with that gadget. Oh, okay. So you always get that. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh, so the next thing that you can do is um, a skill. Uh, basically, it's kind of like a... Um, it's similar to a gadget. Okay. It's a little more expensive, and it's basically something that your character specializes in. Um, technically, the way that your skills would also work is like um, if you define yourself as a DEA bomb agent. Could have used one of those. Yeah, we really could have. You guys would have been drawing high every time you tried to disarm a bomb. Let's be honest; nobody had anything like that in their backgrounds. No. So that that was the that was the kind of thing is when you have that kind of stuff that gives you a draw high moment. Um, And none of (laughs) y'all, none of y'all had anything in the background that would have like really benefited y'all. So Mm -hmm. I was just like, uh, we got a guy that boosts cars that's underground. Okay, we were going to a racetrack. (laughs) Had he successfully gotten up? In back to the surface and gotten out into the parking lot, I would have given him a chance to boost a car to try and get out of there. Oh, yeah. Um, that was, I was like, he's gonna draw high. We're gonna get the only draw high right here. <laughs> no, they couldn't get out of the tunnels. Nah. <laughs> so, so that was kind of the. We did get out of the tunnels. Well, not me. He they did. Some My molecules did, did eventually. <laughs> <laughs> My molecules. <laughs> Uh, there's also another ability called power, uh, which does a where you do more damage with a specified attack, um, and you get to like say exactly what it is. Um, 
And so basically, you're always forcing the director <laughs> to draw high on the damage for NPCs. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of one of those things where, like, uh, a lot of this stuff in here is all about drawing high. Okay. And so you get that chance to draw high, which yeah. is nice. Like, this is the way that you kind of boost it. My only worry was that if we added some of this stuff in there, that I feel like it would have gotten either, like, lost and forgotten on the character sheet, mm, yeah. or that um, it would have been, like, a little more tailor-keeping. And I feel like it's mm. one of those things, like, I mean, most of the stuff, you would have to play a couple of sessions before you could even purchase them. Right, And yes. I feel like that that's the good thing about it. Like, sure, you could do bonus chips in a single-use item, but the the next cheapest one, those are five points each. That's still two sessions before you can get mm. those. And so I think you'd have a decent handle on things by that point. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a good one. Um, for stuff like the contacts, that's 10 points. For the maximum chips and gadgets, that's 15 points. For skills, uh, that's 20. For powers, it's uh, 25. For stunts, it's five points. And so stunts are... Um, like, uh, so I'm just going to read off, uh, I'm going to read off two of them. I was going to read two different ones off to you guys when I first was mm. planning out what we were going to do today. However, due to, um, Chad, I feel that I'm going to have to splice a different one in here. Um, Man, you gotta be Chad 52 next time. So it's called signature or ego signature. <laughs> the only thing that makes your agent unique, a cocktail, a catchphrase, an item of clothing, a style of introduction... That's your signature. Signatures are a common staple of the genre. Snapchat! Snapchat. <laughs> so anytime you declare that you're using your signature, you spend a chip. Then the first uh -huh. time in that scene that you take an effect, for whatever reason, you don't. Oh, wow. Oh. So the character is, Im is impressive. That's almost like an advantage. Yeah. yeah. Um, the character is so yes. impressive that the first bullet misses. This is the words from the game. Your character is so impressive that the first bullet misses. Oh, you notice the poison in the cocktail and you don't drink it or whatever. <laughs> so I, I think like... Or you drink it, but you've spent your life building an immunity to that particular poison. <laughs> so I, Either that or I like in Chad's case, he gets like... A text or something in right before he's about. Oh, he gets one in right there's before. There's a dude behind me. Hey, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. You trying to stab me, bro? As you, as you turn, the bullet whizzes past your phone <laughs> and you like. So yeah. I, I, signature. He's so excited. He gets. He's finally got a follower on the I cream. I have a single follower. <laughs> yeah. Yo, fam. What's up? It's Jade. Like, Chad was the only one that really had a signature. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I had to add that specific stunt because for five points that is permanent on your character for the rest of the, the, the oh, movie oh. and for like the rest of everything that happens. And so I was like, I figured nobody's going to have a signature. It's a one shot. <laughs> Chad had a signature that was used eight times. I counted eight times where he Snapchatted his fan. Um, so I was oh, like, man. if he had done that, now granted you have to spend a chip, which, right. which I, I didn't want to, you were talking about chips earlier. Mm. I, did, I wanted to wait on this. That's another. But I feel like if you had a stunt, and the stunts use chips and things like that, I think that that, for a character like you that's constantly getting them, you'd be you'd be out of chips. Yeah, you wouldn't have had any true. chips had you had true, signature. True, true. And so I feel like, um, and, and, I, and I wanted to be like, no, it balances itself out, I promise. Oh, no, it does. But that's, that. I wanted to wait till I got to this to be like that, but it, it does actually balance itself out in the yeah, end. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And so once you get to the point where you look at your character, like, I'm constantly getting these, I want a stunt. I want something that's going to bolster me. Mm -hmm. So technically speaking, 
You could Chad's lived. Snapchat story could have saved his life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Could have. Could have. Could would have. have. Or would, would have. have. Yes. Uh, he, actually, no, you, you didn't take any damage, did you? No. Yeah. So, no, it wouldn't have. But he, except I know, for that last. Yeah, except, for, except for the. Uh, final yeah. blow. Yeah, the yeah. final blow from yeah. the gas. I still feel like you would have used that, though. I feel like you would have been like not signature mode. Like I feel like you, I feel like you would have paid chips down just to assure that you weren't going to get hit. Oh, a hundred. Like, phone, so, I might die, but the phone survives. <laughs> so I also feel like you kind of gave me that that option of between <coughs> my person getting hit and my phone getting hit. I I wanted to I I wanted one of y'all to survive. Like that was something I did as a flare because I was like I want somebody to survive. And then she's like I'm taking him down with me. Yeah. Like, I was not I was not expecting that. Like I no, that was I. If I is, if I'm not surviving, no one's surviving. I didn't expect that. I I, I expect it from her, but I didn't expect that. Like I I, I didn't wait, wait. <laughs> You know for a fact. That if I'm not getting out, no one's getting out. <laughs> not true. There's been a couple times where you self-sacrificed. In the six years we've gamed together, a few. I'm trying to remember. It was an accident. I probably was. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, when we played Age with Graham. But I think that may have just been a... You gotta self-sacrifice I think that Graham. may have just been something that you did for him. Because it was like his first time really playing. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> she just huddled over here by the garbage can, so I'm trying to figure out what she. Oh, she's picking up Cheerios. Ground All right. Cheerios. Eh, immunity. Uh, so that's, that's that one. The other one that I thought um, that uh, I'm, I'm going to bring up. Where is it? Here we go. Splitting. <clears throat> Splitting allows you the player to play two hands against the same challenge in one frame and apply the results of both hands to the challenge. The result of one hand does not impact the other. This is another stunt that you can take. Mm. And the thing is, is that there was no splitting anywhere. Normally in 21 you can split if certain things happen. This, there's no specifics to how get, it happens. You get two tens, yeah. you're going to want to split that, double down. Yeah. Yeah. Again. But what this is doing is basically, you know, okay, I'm going to draw two cards, and those are the start of your two different hands. And I think that splitting is kind of a, a nice thing, and I'm there, there's a specific insert in here that I'm going to read, which I picked this. This is one of the ones I picked to do because of this insert. An agent needs to disarm a bomb and has been doing poorly. <laughs> Me. Really? Yeah. They decide to split stunt. To do a split stunt and play two hands against the challenge. According to both, and with a Trump, which I'll go over Trumps in a second, um, and not the guy in the White House, uh, <clears throat> and with a Trump on their second hand, the director will draw three effect cards, one for the first successful hand and two for the Trump. So it gives you that additional little bolstering and... It's almost like a progression. Um, because role. of the Trump, yeah. they did that. Um, if the first card a player draws matches the set location card for the scene, this is called a trump. If a trump card is drawn, the person drawing the trump card can get two can cause two effect cards, both drawn by the target. The reason I didn't use trump in this is because I kept forgetting what the set locations uh, 
suit was. Mm. So that's why we didn't trump because I was like Diamond. I had to keep looking it up and I was like I, I forgot this. So that was that was me because um, I did not write it down on here, which is what I needed to do. Uh, so that was my failure as a game master, as a director. I failed you guys on the trump. But I don't feel like uh, I don't feel like a lot of people actually drew diamonds as their first card. Mm-mm. It seemed like a lot of clubs, a lot of spades. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, diamonds. We did a lot of cunning, though. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. The, the, the first, first card that you flip over. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So that was yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, just the the, one, the first card that you flip over is that. Um, so, but that's the stunts, and the stunts in order are splitting, defending, pushing, surrender, insurance, payout, ego signature, up card, and natural. Um, and I'm not going to go into all of those. That way, people will have to go out and get the book to kind of figure it out. Um, there is a point in time where I will say this: one of these abilities does actually take away that if you get a 21 you don't get a chip back oh. because you used your ability because it gives you already a boost to things yeah um and so if you guys had that um which is the other one that i was actually going to talk about because i figured 21s were going to come up and you guys would be like i figured a couple people would get a couple chips or whatever yeah but, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> so i, I kind of like the mechanics that the, the, the stunts offer a different way of doing things some of them are going to cost you chips. Some of them are just going to, you know, change the way that things are going to happen. Um, and I'm surprised that they're all five points, considering like an item that you're going to have at the beginning of the start of everything is like 15, 20 points. So it's 20 points. Like I'm like, I can kind of see a pistol being like, how come that's so cheap? But um, I mean, it seems like I would honestly probably run this for like a movie or two. And everybody would probably end up with maybe 30, 40 points total, like, mm-hmm. and through the entirety of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's how it would end up playing out. It's just like 30, 40 points. So in the long run of things, you're going to end up with that one gadget and a couple of stunts and things like that. Yeah. Um, and then I'd be like, all right, let's retire those characters the next thing. But, um, I mean, in the long run of looking at, like, James Bond type of, you know, he doesn't have the same sports car and everything, but he's got the Walter PPK. Yeah. You know, and he's, that makes a lot of sense. And so he's always got that Walter PPK. You know, no matter what happens, all of a sudden... It's just signatures. Yeah. Um, and so he's also got, like, you know, um, shaken, not stirred. and. Um, so I think, I think, personally speaking, that it's just kind of a... I feel... My biggest issue with a lot of role-playing games, I don't feel like I can take modern media and other things and really pull them into something and feel like I'm fully playing that. Mm-hmm. And Spymaster, for me personally, feels like I'm playing in a spy movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know for you guys, but like for me, I honestly could be like, if somebody says they want to play a spy game, yeah. this is honestly the top of my list now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Because um, yeah. I've read a lot of games and they're, they're decently up there, but until I play a game, I can't put it at the top of my list. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really like this. I like the system. I think it, it works really well. Oh, yeah. Um, I know what I... So I rolled a, an ace on one of my... Uh, from, from my original cards that I had. Um, and I went ahead and put that on, um, I guess, what I had perceived would be the most beneficial um, for Chad. And... Um, which was like climbing, training, hand-to-hand combat. 
things like that. It's almost like you don't necessarily want high numbers in those in your stats, though. Almost. Mm -hmm. See, I I would I would actually argue that. I was because thinking about that. Here's the thing: if you, almost, you would, you absolutely you would. would. I feel want like you only ace. really want like mid range. Yeah, you want mid range. I'm gonna argue that, and like I'll tell you why. Because I'll help you argue it. Because here's the thing: if you have an ace, an eleven, and this happened three different times mm -hmm. for me, it, where I had an eleven, you have a, you have a much higher a chance of pulling a ten mm -hmm. than you do having pulling your other numbers, right. um, which is gonna give you an automatic twenty-one, which is gonna give you chips and potentially. Yeah, uh, but that's only the one card. You 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 draw any mm -hmm. other card. And you now cannot hit again without an extremely high chance of busting. So you only have the one shot to get your 21. Whereas with, if I have a four, I can draw six cards. You know, potentially, I can go two, 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 four. Uh, oh, now well, I got, you know what I mean? Like, it kind I, of yeah, I would still go higher I'm, number. I'm over still gonna. Lower. I'm still gonna. If I get an ace, there's 16 you have, different cards you can draw that'll give you a 21 immediately, right. yeah. as opposed and to then, having to chance it every time. You're getting closer to your goal, or I mean, the, or and, immediately getting it, and then it's like, well, oh, cool. Also, but you're, 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 you're also assuming you have an entire deck, which you probably don't. If you do have an entire yeah. deck, yeah, I, I think so it would be it would make sense right off the bat for your like any of your first actions, but as you start going through your deck, you know, now, you're, yeah. you're limiting yourself. And I know on my and then stuff, at a certain point, you now will only bust because you. Use I will those. say this though, I pulled almost as many twenty ones as you guys, and a lot of those characters had a six to an eight yes. as yeah. the thing. That's what I know. So I. I think the chances on it, like the, the stat I did best was an eight. Mm -hmm. I did best with nine and ten. I will say this though, going forward, I will probably have people use the pre-generated array option. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A ten, an eight, a six, and a four. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I think that way you don't chance somebody ending up with um, all high numbers. Or all low numbers. Right. This way, it gives you kind of a variance. Yeah. Um, the other way to do it is um, an ace, which is an eleven, a nine, a five, and a three. Um, the other one, which I like, but I know a lot of people don't like, is you give the players twenty-eight points to put between theirs. Oh. I'm a big like. If I get a chance to like point purchase everything out about my character, I'm gonna do it. That's the way that I want to mm. go. D&D, &D, my favorite way to do it is the point-by system that they had in 3.5. Um, you know, give me my points, let me purchase it, and let's go. I know it's going to take a little bit longer time than just rolling. That's all. But, like... You give a whole table. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, with this, I would... Um, I Even though that is me personally, I would argue against the point-by, unless we're going to be doing a long campaign of it. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. more of a, a personal... A, a character that you're going to be role-playing, and that you are going to be... Um, not just a one-time game where this is what I specialize in, right. but this is who I want to grow into as a spy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So on a scale of one to five, as always, one being something that you don't want on your shelf, five being something you are the newest disciple and it is your new lord and master and you're going to go spread it as wide and far as you can. Always do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to give this a 4.5. I give yeah, point fives. Point she gives yeah. point fives. Bug the crap out of me. It's like just everybody do a point five. <laughs> I was actually thinking about doing a point five. 
So was I. Point <laughs> five or point five? No, no. Is it my turn? Yes, it is your turn. I was thinking of kind of teetering between three point five and four. Then just do a four. Just do a four. <laughs> no, I'm going to three point five. No, I um. The reason I'm a little biased, like I said, I'm not a spy fan. I was a little bummed when. I figured out we were coming to do this instead of one <laughs> the, other of the other ones. I think, you know, we're lucky that, you know, four of us have played together. So it was like, it. we just, we're going to have fun doing anything. Mm-hmm. I personally would not choose this over other things purely because it's spies and... Mm. But I had a lot of fun. I would definitely, I would sit down and play it again for sure. But it's most definitely not going to be my go-to. So, taking it in as a spy game, you don't really like spies. No. Would you still give it a three point five? Is the is the is the system overall is really cool. Is what's holding you back the fact that it's about spies? Absolutely. Okay, so with thinking about that in, in effect. Would this not, in effect, be a four simply because you would actually consider playing this again, even though you don't like spies, and this is now something that you could suggest, hey, I don't like spy games, and I really enjoyed this. I'm only playing the devil's advocate here, only because... <laughs> no, I know. I, well, I, I literally just said getting away from five to... Huh? Yeah. Debugger. Debug everybody. <laughs> Not everybody. But no, I, I would I would definitely teeter on the four side. I, I enjoyed myself a yeah, lot. Yeah, so take the spy out of it and the mechanics of the game. Oh, I almost was from the start. Okay. Just, yeah. I ha- I had fun. I I'd rather use dice, but overall, like the cards were really cool. It was interesting. I would definitely sit down and play it again. It's a nice mix up from you mm-hmm. know the traditional mm-hmm. for sure game. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would give it a four. Um, it's definitely not going to be when I want to sit and play tabletop. This is, I'm busting this out. I got other things. Um, I'm really into the strange. Um, but if I were to actually, because I do enjoy spy movies and, and things like that, and if I wanted to play a spy game, and I, I could see myself wanting to in the future, I would pick that. And if someone were to ask me what do you suggest, I would say pick this up specifically because it uses the card system with the cards and chips. You get the the feeling that you don't get through that maybe other spy games don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really like rolling dice. That's why a lot of us are sitting at, at these tables. And, and that would be my go-to for majority of games. But yeah, definitely like playing with cards and changing it up. Yeah, I would give it a 4-2. I feel like a lot of the games that we recommend to people are games that you can just, like, pick up at a con really quick and just, like, sit down with a bunch of people and, boom, you're playing a game. Mm -hmm. And I really like that every character that you build is immediately playable at a decent level where you're not having to be concerned with, like, being too low a level to actually get Mm. through something. Yeah. And so I really like that. And so... Mm -hmm. I like it because it's a good game also for beginners who are new to tabletop role-playing games because mm-hmm. they can actually focus on the role-play aspect mm-hmm. because the 
actual challenge dynamic because it's just drawing the cards and you're not having to worry about modifiers and bonuses and you know negatives things like that it's mm -hmm. just a straight you know draw that I think that helps build good habits for future games mm -hmm. mm, definitely. Um, so I would give it a four as well but I would teeter towards five um, I, I really like the system. I think it's uh, great how it's based on the game 21. It's super accessible in, in that instance, as well as just the simplicity of it. Um, and just generally how the, the game rolls pretty pretty smoothly. There's a really good flow to it. And uh, yeah, I, I really, really enjoy this one. And I, I, I want to get this book now because mm -hmm. it's, it's really good. Uh, it, I, I would... Personally, I think I would want a tiny bit, like in my perfect scenario of a, of a uh, RPG book, I would want a little more of a, um, like modifiers and stuff, uh, which is, I think, I think The Strange is a five totally for me. Um, I think that thing is so perfect for what I want. Um, but Spymaster is really, really close to exactly what I would want. And, and again, like based on recommendation, like, Anybody can pick this up and play it. Yeah. So super, super easy to recommend. Yeah. Um, I will also give this game a four. Um, the flow of the game is really nice. Um, the um, uh, I like the mechanics. I definitely enjoy the, um, uh, the cards. But... Uh, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> the um, cards. The cards. That's what they're called. The yeah, cards. They're things. the good. They're you know. They're good cards. They're the best cards. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what Trump means in the book. <laughs> I, was I, was, I was going to make a reference and then I didn't. Okay. Um, anybody would be able to play this. Like I, if. I could go home and hang out with my family and play this game yeah. very, yeah. very easily. Yep. Just yep. as much as I can get together with a group of people, um, probably with you guys, um, and and actually play a more serious campaign as well. Mm -hmm. um, I, I there's a couple of things that I wish were a little bit different in it. Um, primarily the the jokers, like that is the the whole Joker thing. Um, mm -hmm. I honestly would like if there was. Um, the Joker was more of a wild card, um, where you actually had to flip a coin, and depending if it's heads or tails, would determine um, who would, who benefits who benefits from yeah. that. Um, uh, but uh, certainly would recommend Maybe you know, for people second playing edition. this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I certainly would recommend people playing this, especially if they're wanting to you know have that kind of spy experience, um, and. Uh, I, it would not be the first game that I would go to if I was to hang out with my friends, though. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's uh, the mechanics are great. Uh, it's a fun game. Uh, I honestly would like a much more in-depth version of the game. Um, I think that that would be where it had more modifiers and things like that. Um, but for what this game is, it's, it's fun. And I think, in all honesty, with... Um with the game as it is, uh, nine ninety five for a PDF, nineteen ninety five yeah, for amazing. the yeah, it's a great mm -hmm. price. Oh yeah, I'm getting I'm gonna, hours of entertainment. Out. I'm gonna oh, honestly yeah. say like it, it's too cheap 
Yeah. yeah. I think he's definitely underselling himself because while it doesn't have as many pages as a lot of other games, it's a 100% complete system. It's three books in one for looking at classic like D&D style stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's everything that you would need to run and I feel like it it oddly lent itself to like we all started talking about things that weren't exactly spies mm-hmm. and we all almost all of us went there we're like yeah, yeah no I, I want to run this and um, the so normally we compare this to other ratings it's not currently rated on drive through RPG and it's not even a listed mentioned item on RPG geek mm-hmm. so we don't actually have anything to compare it to except for our own numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna also say I think this is the first time that everybody's voted over a four, a four or over for an RPG so far. Yeah, I'm usually pretty picky. I usually go with three. But yeah, that is the everything that we have for this. So uh, if you don't like us, please send us an email at the RPG Hour at gmail dot com. Um, if you, you don't like it. if you somewhat enjoyed it, uh, or or uh, um, you guys can also send an email over to the Dungeon Junkies telling them that. Uh, they're awful. God, yeah, why they're do you hang awful. out with those don't guys? Ever talk, yeah. Don't uh, ever do anything. What's y'all's email again? Uh, dungeon junkies at gmail.com. Yeah, dungeon junkies at gmail.com. Um, you can also find us on Twitter to say, hey, we didn't really like that episode, uh, at RPG Hour. <laughs> why are you inviting this negativity into our lives? Hey, it's, or it's, at Dungeon Junkie. If you want to do say good things about us and stuff like that, go give us five stars on whatever service you uh, get for your yeah iTunes and all that for for your podcasting. You know, give us the most stars that you can give us. Rate us the best that you can. Do all the positive stuff over there. Let us know all the bad stuff elsewhere. Uh, <laughs> please. True. True. But yeah, otherwise, please let us know what you thought. Um, as always, we are funded by the very little that we you know make on our paychecks uh from the time to time if you would like to say hey thank you so much for doing stuff and give us a little money we have a kofi or ko-fi or however coffee 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 yeah give uh, us monies please that's in our um that is in our profile on twitter uh if you would rather um uh, be a patron if we already have our Patreon up, then go over there and do that. If not, it's coming soon, I promise. Um, I'm spending a lot of time on World Anvil, um, and they are amazing people over there. If you want to put your campaign somewhere, get all the notes out, that is an amazing place to go do that. Uh, so go go check out World Anvil. Um, if you want awesome logos and stuff like that, at uh, G-Money, M-U-N-N-Y, that's how you spell the money on that. Uh, he's done all of our logos uh, from our pro trans uh, during all the stuff that went on, as well as our regular logos. He's done every single one of those in our banners. And um, all of our information in regards to where our intro uh, comes from is also available online. Uh, just head over to our Twitter. Uh, it should be posted there, a link to a SoundCloud account where you can go find out our friend who does all that. Otherwise... Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you will come back soon again.